Hey everybody, it's Thursday and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast. I'm your host, The Host by Stephanie Meyer. And I'm your host, The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien. And I'm your host, The Cell, starring Jennifer Lopez. How's it going, guys? I'm Jake. <laughs> Pretty good. I'm Riff. <laughs> and I'm Hot Stuff. See, I did a movie. No, I did a book and a movie. Riff did a book, yeah. which I fuck is also a movie. It's, mm. Yeah, two-thirds of a movie. And The Cell, uh, I have no idea. I the, don't know if that's based on anything at all. Yeah, it is. It's based I on, don't even know if it has Jennifer Lopez. It's, actually, it. a, it's actually just a documentary about Vincent D'Onofrio. Is, it J- is J-Lo in The Cell? Yeah, yeah, Okay, all right. I yeah, J-Lo, I think, and I think maybe Vince Vaughn in a serious role. And <laughs> If you can call anything in that movie serious. Well, I, I don't know. I kind of like that movie. Really? It looks cool. It is visually like Vince, interesting. Like it's Vincent D'Onofrio has a weird thing where he has devil horns and he's turning somebody's guts on a spit. I didn't like the animated duck. That was strange. Okay. Um, are we, we're now talking about Steamboat Willie, right? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I, I could have used more frames of animation during the whistling. <laughs> That's my one criticism. Um, yeah, how's it going, guys? We haven't done one of these in a while because we're f- f- slack right? of fuck-ups. Fucker slack-ups. No, we did the year in review show. Yeah, that was it. Okay. Yeah, it is like it is almost the end of goddamn January. We've just been... There's another week. What were we even doing? I don't even... I mean, we were working on the item of the year, items of the year, but like... The re- yeah. I feel like... You, you got sick. I did get sick. That's, I think, what... Yeah, we skipped a last week because I got sick. That sucked. Yeah. I'm glad you're feeling better. Me too. Mm. Not so achy breaky. I think Chris Remo's mu- uh, metronome is going. Son is it? I, I, thought I, I thought I asked you if it was going, and you said no. You didn't say. You didn't, didn't say nothing. You, I didn't e- hear you ask. E- that. Either that, or someone is rhythmically clapping a short distance behind you guys. Yeah, that that is true. Oh yeah, we have a backing band now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a just a clapper. There's a the flapper. lights keep turning on and There's off. A flapper dancing. Uh, um. Hey, so uh, we could talk a little bit about the item of the year, I guess. The content from I mean, nobody cares about the spleen, bro. They might. You know, the weird thing is that, like, half as many of those sell, which is really surprising to me because it is not at all interesting. <laughs> like, the content familiar is a hundred times as much work as the spleen familiar. Oh, I see. We should just make three spleen familiars, <laughs> thus doing a lot less work and selling the same amount of uh, familiars. Well, I mean, so this one, this one has a novel mechanic. Right, like it is... Yeah, it gives you novels, and you read them. Right. And then that's how you get your adventures. Uh, you know, it has the fairy tale thing, so that's a, there's a little bit of content there, and also the the basically three free, or one of three buffs free every day, which is... Each of which is a king of Orient R. <laughs> um, and it does something important so, in that hat or something? Is that the case? Yeah, and it yeah. does. It, it's got it's got interesting hat enchantments. Like, it's there's there are things that these do that are new, so, yeah, what does it do in that hat? Gives uh, you another spleen item? It, up to two. Yikes. But it also, it, the enchantments are also interesting. So, huh. Are they, are they different than they're, other? Yeah, they're brand new. It's, it's plus and minus non-combat on these Whoa, guys. Whoa. Yeah. Weird. I know. Crazy. Yeah. Wow, that's strong. Yeah. Yep. Everybody buy four of them. Yep. And then buy four of them again next month. Yes. And buy four of them again the following month. In fact, <laughs> let's let you just set up a PayPal subscription to buy uh, eight Mr. A's a month. No, nine. No, uh, 12. So you can also buy four of the item of the month each time. Cool. Because I think this is a pretty good plan. Yeah, I, uh, 
some people have asked some some questions about the the item of the year, but we could just sort of go over it in general. Uh, there was a lot of well, there was a little bit of like idea writing done mm-hmm. in like like October, March. Oh, yeah, in like a long time. Ago. Uh, and I was yeah. like, yeah, this sounds good. Let's. Okay. And then, like, not do anything round about with this at all November, <laughs> I said, like, hey, we need to do this thing, and I need to get started on my part of it before I leave for Christmas. What's that going to be? <laughs> and, Which you did. You got you wrote all of the Cindy stuff. Yeah, I, I had all um, the Cinderella stuff done uh, by, by, like, the 15th of December. The code for that was so big that our server couldn't handle it. That's true. <laughs> uh, Really, our the web server couldn't handle uh, submissions of that much text in an editor field. Every time we hit some limit, I say, Geth, make the limit bigger. And he's like, okay, I'm going to double it. Is that good? And I say, sure, no one will ever need more than 640 kilobytes of dialogue <laughs> scripting language code to make a weird I, I house puzzle. I am a little shocked that you made something that sprawling with those tools like i feel like well you the, could have done it so key, what you're saying is that you are shocked that i'm good at designing a programming language <laughs> no it's I'm not saying that like you could have you could have done i feel like you probably could have done the same number of things with much less effort if you had just backed up one level and done some php code instead oh uh, well yeah that that's that's possible but then i would have had to have learned php I mean, it, it's not okay. it's not mechanically complicated. It's th- like code wise. I mean, basically, all it is is a large, large number of flags that get set under situations, and then every time you go in a room, it checks a bunch of situ- it checks a bunch of different flags to determine what options you have. So right, but you had to actually duplicate that flag checking thing every time, right? Like, or did you have like subroutines? No, I think there's not a lot of duplication in that code. Well, I mean, it's, there's a lot of duplication not... for the NPCs because everything, everything the NPCs can do or that can happen that they have to react to, can happen no matter what room you're in because you need to be able to get ah. those points even if you're not in the right room. So there is a lot of duplication. Oh right, so there. you'll like hear somebody slip on the soap monkey or something yeah or or cinderella will hit the her syrup of ipecac timer while you're somewhere else so you don't actually see it happen you were like it'll take people forever to figure out how to get the maximum score in this and they did it on the second day (laughs) well no they they still haven't they still haven't beaten my score so oh yeah Okay, good. Well, but that's only because you added some secret thing where if player id equals riff plus (laughs) nine thousand points um I do like how the leaderboards every day have been kind of geometric. Like somebody is always a fr- crazy front runner in. Yeah. yeah. It was can- like Cannon Fire topped all the boards yesterday, but then today Gamma Ray is like owning him at the uh, at the hair game, at the candy game. The candy game, that first that very first day there was a score over 10,002 hmm. that King Bobson posted. So So that one the the candy one and the wolf one. Yes, and the hair one. The, I guess the witch one. Those were the, yeah, the witch, the witch candy game, the wolf, the wolf house game, and the uh, the hair truck the game. game. Those were mine, and you did Rumpelstiltskin, hot yeah. stuff, and Riffs was the Cindy. Yeah, um, and that was that was okay, I guess. Um, you, you, know, should, you should do three times as much work as the rest of them. Yeah, of course I should. They're, they're <laughs> games, I guess. You know, video game. Uh, there's. <laughs> 
Oh man, I didn't like it, this at all. Like I get that I get that it's good and people are enjoying it and it's fun and we've gotten some feedback to that effect, but like boy, it was a chore. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of enjoyed like designing the overall structure of the the ones once I finally once it, something finally broke inside of me about the candy. <laughs> you and I worked out the defense aspects of the candy game yeah. together. Uh, we did that on the whiteboard in Arizona. Yeah, did we? Yeah, so that was because then we of, did some more stuff on the whiteboard here in San Francisco. Yeah, that was mostly just numbers. You know, yeah. we figured out like, all right, these are the defenses and these are the things that they're going to be good against, and these are you know the side effects that they're going to have or whatever. Um, but then w- here it was like, this is how you're going to get them, and this is like what you know percentage of your horde does a given attacker take away in in a given number or whatever. I think that one that one wound up because it tied in so much other stuff from elsewhere in the game being a little more strategic than some of the others are maybe. I don't understand the Rumpelstiltskin game well enough to know how how gameable it is. Um, but There's I mean, it's a bunch of nice systems. Nice broad range. Yeah, I think I mean like that's I think that was part of what we wanted. Like we wanted something that would react to you know, plus candy drops in in a really strong way. We wanted something that you could do like the one where you just do a bunch of damage. That's potentially an interesting one. That- yeah, but it's also very simple, right? Yeah. It's got it's got it's, it's got a super weird mechanism for handling the what I had to do to handle the way that the fights worked and not be all goofy uh, was to do something really weird with the trucks. Like they only have one hit point, but they're unkillable until. Right. So it's like basically no matter how much damage you do, they go down at the end of the third round. And so it's just like... Or the round after the third round. Is it? I think it's just the third round. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. You know, that's maybe one of those things where having auto attack turned on fucks everything up. I don't know. Hmm. Because there's all these goofy off by one errors with the round count. Yeah. Because the the thing is that, like, having auto attack on just skips round zero because it... Round zero is usually it just doing something and then waiting for you to... um, To input a choice. make make an action. But then I guess they attack if they win initiative <laughs> so yeah winning initiative is just skipping around for the monster rather than like actually changing the order in which things happen um, but then auto attack does something weird there. Huh. yeah who knows man There's maybe there's some general fix in place for it anyway that's, that's okay though I like drawing those trucks oh yeah uh, well how often do you get to just you know draw a semi that says cool treats never before that that's well, how often depends I guess you could. Do, I mean, you could be like an autistic kid, and that's your thing. That's your thing, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what you like, like. Like, yeah. I only like like cool treats trucks. Yeah, my uh, my favorite uh, item drop for the monster hearse did not make it into the game. What was? Oh right. Yeah. Oh sure. Yeah, that's th- that'll go in at some point for though. something else. You'll you know maybe you're fighting a haunted house sure. or something, <laughs> or just a room. You're fighting a room, right? Yeah. Right. Curtains was a guy. I thought you were. I thought it was the after morning oh, pill. Oh God! The yeah. one that we weren't. Yeah, you were. You were on a tear with your suggestions for that guy. Uh, so that one is so on the line of not acceptable, but still kind of funny. I don't really know if that's true or not. I mean, right? Because it's just. It's a. It's. It, it potentially touches on sensitive topics, and I don't know how. Yeah. If we want. I mean, like, I guess if we had like a coat hanger that was plus five against babies or something, that uh, that's not cool. But no. like, this is just a. You know, I mean, it's just a it's just a pun. It's just not, like it's a, like not in mean spirits. I guess it depends on what it, what it does. Right? Like, so I mean, if we had like a you know a hostile 
Indian and he dropped some chemo sabe chemotherapy <laughs> drugs. <laughs> oh like, would that be on the line? Like, because that's, you know. It's definitely weird. I mean, the, the morning after pill is just, that's just, you know, uh, it's responsible, responsible young adulthood is what that reminds you, you of. You yeah. That's Boy, I remember the time I did the right thing. I remember the right time my pharmacist and country supported my, my right to control over my own reproductive health. Do you think dudes would be allowed to take morning after pills and that would solve problems? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Just aspirin. Yeah. Does as much good as anything. <laughs> like, I want to take a pill that makes me forget where I live, <laughs> move somewhere else, and change my name. <laughs> Get a new job. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Any thoughts on the... Uh, Content familiar. People seem to really dig the Cindy thing. I feel like I feel like there's going to be an arc to these things. I feel like the you guys added the coins and yes. the shop to the Cindy thing well after it was. Yeah, because I because I, I was concerned that as design, Cindy had a single drop in it, and I was concerned that as soon as people figured out how that game worked, that people would just stop going there, except to get the daily prize. Yeah, like or they like the leaderboard prize. Like one person a day would try to get it right after rollover. Yeah, don't, is that broadly known about yet? Uh, it people, must be right. People that have was talked a, about the the fact that there is a leaderboard prize. Yeah, yes. that's a neat idea, and I that was you know basically when Scully proposed the like fairy tale thing. I was like, yeah, and we could make each of them into a game, and then there could be a once a day prize for the top of the leaderboard, and then yeah, then it's like fuck. These should have just been like content, <laughs> like. Man, remember how it would probably only take like two days to make a uh, the wormwood? <laughs> like, sure, that was pretty cool. But it's also neat that like they're all they're like total, complete, separate sub little games. Yeah, right? yep. And we it gives should... us the opportunity to do something, you know, fairly different than than what we yeah. usually do, which I think is pretty But cool. it also gives us the obligation to do something fairly different than what we usually do, which is sometimes very stressful. Mm. We should, because people probably don't even realize that we haven't, uh, we should put some bounties in hmm. the uh, yeah. new content, familiar content. I think that I, I put more bounties in the... Young man stuff than I did the other old content familiars because I because I want to because those are available for so long and there are going to be so many more of them that the drops that unlock the content I feel like are going to lose value faster and I feel like by incentivizing more people to go in there we will keep those things economically interesting for a longer period of time okay um, I don't know that that's true because I think that. I mean, it's possible that people will only do the two non, like, unlockable zone ones to do. Yeah, sure, some people might. But, I mean, I, I like, somebody who's really, who really wants to, it, spending the 30 or 40 turns to get a bounty is not as, it's a way bigger deal than spending however much meat that content unlocker costs, you know, except... It might be kind of a dick move to put those bounties in now that the masks are like hundreds of thousands of meat. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. We can, no, give, it, we yeah. can give it a couple weeks. We should do it. Um, it was weird seeing the spread of prices in the items that unlocked content. Like, some of them are just mall minimum. You know, some of them are just... Like Already? The, yeah, well, yeah. No, oh, the, you mean that, like, like the, the Astral the, Mushroom, the, which is a hundred sure. meat. Like, 
but some of the well, others that's like been there for it has yeah but it's since a, the beginning but it's just time. a weird those i think there's also not much going on in those zones like i don't think those monsters even have drops because <sighs> was that also how you got the spleen item yes right so it's yeah less right content. right i forgot that that was how we, we because when i with the sandworm i was like i'm tired of having to balance content around it being as efficient for getting spleen items as because you used to have to actually play through the wormwood to get right. any spleen item and that was kind of silly yep um well because they were so powerful yeah right like that was the idea yep. and now we give them away like candy yeah we do we give them away literally as candy <laughs> uh well let's answer some questions because uh hot stuff and i gotta go uh Within an hour or so, get some dinner and get to a uh, get to a weird talk about a weird thing that I forgot about. I think we might have to put off recording video games hot talk again until a couple days later than we normally do. Riff, hmm. okay? Because fuck, we're yeah. so bad at this. Well, yeah, it's we're supposed to record tomorrow, but then schedules on. got switched around, and then we forgot that there was this other thing going on tonight. God damn it! So rather than coming back and being all drunk and recording video games hot dog at like 10 p.m., <laughs> like, uh, I was in bed by this time yesterday. Lilac writes, Summon Smithsness is really, really powerful. The words broken or overpowered or subjective and carry a lot of baggage, but damn, it trivializes so many things. Is there any theoretical situation where an item, the, item of the month's power would warrant a direct nerf, even in the face of don't mess with paid content? Something like reducing the duration of the flask full of hollow or making it only come with the first summon each day? The thing is, like... Because it has to compete with Kung Fu Hustler and the fucking clip art tome yep. in order to be even remotely useful, it kind of had to be as powerful as the intersection of those two things, which that's just how that part of the game has to work now. Because we we didn't break it with the Smith's tome, we broke it a or year ago. Came before. You know, I mean, we basically broke it with Kung Fu Hustler and then... Because it was like, well, Kung Fu Hustler, it can be powerful because nobody's going to want to not use weapons. But then all this other stuff was like, well, this can also be powerful because nobody's going to want to not use weapons. But then all of those things together were like, oh, wow, fuck. Now the combination of all of these things makes it so no one ever wants to use a weapon. I mean, like, while Kung Fu Hustler and Smithsons are strong, they are not the strongest things, necessarily. Like, there is stuff that outclass them. Yeah, so, you have to okay, give up so much. I guess... I guess b because it was the dominant strategy in hardcore, we had to make this thing such that it was the dominant strategy right. in hardcore, which makes it compared to so many other pulls, sure, potentially much better. But I mean, yeah, what I mean, we need to do, to do is do just start making crazy overpowered gear items of the month, and just on an item on a month where we release gear, just release four pieces of crazy overpowered gear so that we don't go out of business. <laughs> um. But I mean, so it's it's got a couple of things. Like you have to use the consumable to get the real potent effects. Like to get a lot of the effect, you have to use up some of your fullness and, and drunkenness or whatever. You have to use these consumables, which you only get you know one of per summon. Like there's just a bunch of stuff you have to do to to get all this, and then you have to give up a bunch of gear slots. And there's stuff that that yeah. Smithsness doesn't provide. Like plus next week when we introduce a new tome. <laughs> uh, you're gonna it's gonna be competing with all of that stuff which is like the tome of previous Mr. Store items and ultra rares <laughs> yeah it's good we don't even have to theme it <laughs> the tome of, the tome of fuck you man I don't even care anymore 
That's uh, okay. Okay. Seven one five says, if I asked you a question, would you answer it? Uh, I wouldn't. Hot stuff. A single question? No. Riff. I might, but it depends on the question. Uh, Rusty Knight says, commenty question. I'm looking forward to trying out the new content from the content familiar. I love that ye have made an area, aside from the small use in South of the Border, that actually uses the candy enchantments. Weird. Is there a place in South of the Border that uses candy enchantments? Right? Right. Does it? I don't know. Can't you get those as actual drops? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, fuck, I don't know. Yeah, me neither, man. Also, that's gum. Gum isn't candy. Gum is kind of like candy. If, so, if somebody was like, hey, do you want some candy? And you said yes, and then they handed you some fucking gum, you would be like, fuck you. Well, this, that was a misleading-ass question. Is it that, like, like, that super sugary pink bubble gum? Yeah, okay, that's that's as good as candy. Yeah. That's like candy that then turns into tobacco. And chicle is basically it is candy that. coated. Yeah, that is what that is. Yeah. Okay. Okay, you're right. I'm, you can have some candy. The good news is you get some candy. The bad news is it's a tiny amount of candy on the outside of some gum. Blow pop. Yeah, well, that's a lot of it. candy on the outside of some gum, right? Okay. That's mostly candy. Yeah. And only How a come there's tiny no fragment of gum? Gum on the outside of other stuff. Yeah. Like, that, mm. like would you, <laughs> do you consider a, <laughs> like some nice, delicious, soft gum with like a rock hard jawbreaker in the middle? Yeah. yeah, that seems a pretty good idea. There's <laughs> razzles, which are which just go through a weird phase change when you chew on them. Oh, a pack are, of baseball ugh. cards is like a bunch of really chewy stuff on the outside of some gum. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is true. <laughs> uh, has it been considered that there might be similar zones for fudge or war bears or expanded zones for sewer and underwater drops? No, I mean... War bears probably not. War bears right? not, fudge not. <laughs> fudge not. I'm a fudge not. I get... War bears, the enchantments are still relevant because people will still... Uh, fight those from fax machines um, and I, I can definitely see underwater like I for a while was thinking about making Sweet Aid Lake an underwater zone oh yeah yeah but but then what happened but I decided not to because even I felt it, like even I felt like it would just make it so penalty of 25 or 50 yeah I just felt like it would make it so nobody went in there like mm. it, because it wasn't different enough than the other zone it could have the had the other non-forest zone. Yeah, I, higher candy drops. I, I just, I just decided against it because I also like, if the optimal strategy ends up meaning you have to go back and forth between the zones a lot, I didn't want the optimal strategy to involve entirely changing your gear hmm. every other turn. Sure. So I, you know, it just, it was like, all right, so that was a, that was an idea, but I, it's you know, just kind of talk myself out of it. I can definitely see. You know, we did the we did that underwater train car in the. Uh, oh right, because it was full of blood. blood. <laughs> it was a tanker car full of blood. <laughs> yeah, it was so good in the uh, in the skeleton division. Yeah, but yeah, like there will be an underwater blood. There, yeah, there will be. <laughs> there. There, so basically, I don't know. I don't know what the next clan dungeon will be a country for, but it definitely won't be old men. Right. Uh, <laughs> You'll have to have had a history of violence. I think now I'm just listing Vigo Mortensen <laughs> things or things based on Cormac McCarthy things. Right. Um, it'll be the two towers. Yeah. <laughs> you'll take, you have to take the road to get there. Yeah, you will. You will. Because that's both. Yep. You got your Vigos, you got your Cormacs. <laughs> yep. And sometimes you get that delicious Reese's combination that is the road. Um, also, Robert Duvall and some cannibals. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, there'll be a there'll be a clan dungeon with some underwater shit in it at some point. Oh man, what's our next clan dungeon? 
sunken butter sunken blood depth truck <laughs> okay so a truck filled with butter crashes into an ocean mm-hmm. and it's like, where were you trying to go buddy like, <laughs> um, uh, and then so there's there's the, the whole thing is underwater but then there's like an under underwater because there's like the layer of oil there's like a lake the under there's Lando water. lakes the Lando butter lakes all right. Okay. So that's this it. is beginning to, yeah. to. All right, guys. Done and done. I'll disappear into the. I'll disappear underwater to write up the design document using one of those Soviet space pens. Ah, oh, the Lando a pencil. Butter lakes. Yeah. No, that's gross. Yeah, that sounds. That's odd. gross, and there's nowhere to go with that thematically. Uh, not a question. It was mentioned a few months back about the obsidian dagger dropping ancient protector spirit being returned to the hidden city at some point for the factoids. Just a reminder, as the semi-rare was mentioned at the same time and has since been added. Uh, not complaining. You're very busy making awesome content for us all to enjoy. Uh, he keeps typing ye instead of you. I wonder if that is like a weird pirate affectation or if he had some chat effect sort, yeah, some in sort real of life. <laughs> like, it's a keyboard virus that... <laughs> oh, that'd be so good if we could... Uh, just start doing that. Like when you are drunk, you can, you have to type dash hick dash did, at did the you, ends of things. Did you play the Second Amendment by any chance? No. Is that that game where you're controlling the fingers and you have to type on a keyboard? Yeah. Yeah. I saw a screenshot of it today. Uh, Kawasaki writes, what of the Aardvark's chair? That fucking chair knows what it did. Huh. Uh, Snaz says, can we get an astral item or set of astral items that interacts with class-specific mechanics? Oh, that is a pretty cool idea. Good idea. We did, you know, we did make the whichever thing that is. The I don't know the pet store. That's the pet store, right? That's where the gear comes from. Uh, With an eye towards potentially adding things to it in the future. I don't know that. Why have we not done the ten thousand karma tattoo? Uh, The million karma march. I am not. Because I am not 100% on board with that idea. I know that people want it. I know that people want something to spend karma on. Although, adding 90 new skills, you know, we basically just did the 9,000 karma thing that you can buy, which is all the new skills. Sure. But isn't that... But didn't people already have that? They were like, okay, done, now more. I don't think so. I thought there were people who... Maybe they did. I don't know. I haven't heard that anybody has all of the skills permed. But But isn't there something we could do that would just just be cosmetic? Maybe it isn't even a tattoo. Maybe it's just a... Sure, this person I, sank 10,000 karma. Aren't they cool? The yeah, profile. No, I mean, it's not that I don't want to do it. It's that I just, I, I feel like this is a goal for like 10 people that are like, I got all the skills and it's, and but it's, it's an I don't aspirational goal but for hundreds or thousands it, like, of others. I don't know that it is like it, it, because to me, because it is so, it is so difficult for the people who are not those 10 people to imagine ever being in the situation that those 10 people are in that I feel like as an aspirational target, it's more likely to cause frustration than, you know. You never saw a store in a video game that had an item at like a million currency and you only had 20 and you were like, wow, that sounds cool or nah, something. I mean, you were all like, 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 well, fuck balls. Never, never going to get that. Like, huh. You know, whereas if there had been a thousand items for a thousand each, it wouldn't have felt that way to me. You know, but because you because then you it's just a matter of choosing which ones you want rather than yeah. Huh. 
Dr. Capitalism wrote, Hey there, Jake. Have you heard about the Tom Green beer? And then he links to it. And he says, I'm not as fond of the man as you are, so I couldn't say how Tom Greenish it is, but it's a pretty good beer at least. Yeah, is it a green a beer? Is it Tom, No, it's a milk stout. It's a Tom Green branded milk stout. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Does he dip his parents in it? Probably. We'll have to, we'll have to find that somewhere. Uh, let's see. I'm going to move this one to video games hot dog question. You know, this thing is actually pretty good in landscape on my telephone. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, Ertest1 says, Faxbot is filling up our clan activity log so much it's become very difficult to read what clannies are doing. Could its activity be shifted to its own section or a way made to not have to look at it there unless you wanted to? Like a filter? <sighs> because, like, I... I mean, the, the party line you answer would be this upon yourself. because it is a player run thing. It would be weird to support it. But like, that's not at all true. Right. I mean, like, that's we not could how do we a more general, it. like having the ability to filter out activities by a certain player and then just or, always have that default to fax bot. <laughs> OK. Or it could just be a fax bot tab. Sure. Sure. And <clears throat> but I mean, you know, if we're if we're not going to cater to specific things, then we could just have the ability to create an additional tab where, where a filtered information goes or something. But I don't think that... And you just filter all the facts about stuff. I don't think it's bad to... I don't think it's fair to say that well, we won't cater to that because we do stuff like that all the time. Well, but, you know, are we... By putting something in that caters specifically to Factspot, are we just saying forever and ever that this account is endorsed and or these accounts are endorsed? Because Factspot is an entire network, so it's not just a single... Yeah. Thing. <clears throat> huh. Is it, or is there just one <clears throat> thing that there, it's a network of clans and clan owners? But I think the guy that runs around, there has to be somebody that's whitelisted into the Faxbot clan, and then they they won't, they couldn't make it so you had to whitelist every every Faxbot into every account clan. has to have its own little clan, right? Like it's well, no, but that's handled on the back side. And then Faxbot is whitelisted into all of those clans. You just send a message to Faxbot right. saying what you want, and then he goes into whatever clan he has. Right, and but then somebody has to stay in those. Like, there has to be some, there has to be yes, accounts but, that stay But in this person, all of the activity that they're single, bitching about is coming from Faxbot, because Faxbot, the actual account Faxbot, not like... Faxbot is such a good name. It, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's easy to say. Yeah. It rolls, rolls off the tongue. It's six letters. So it remember. almost meets my... Yeah, it almost meets my criteria for an acceptable MMO name. I'm looking at you, hot stuff. Eh. Eight. Eight. Come on. Eight. Uh, Draco Krakona says, Is there any chance of nerfing soul food? That, on top of weak sauce splashback, trivializes MP management to the extent that I can run all the buffs I want, including Hobopolis songs, 100% of the time as a sorcerer. I didn't expect anyone to use that ever. Really? Yeah, it seemed like such a bad use of that resource compared to what is soul food dunning. It's just like three MP per soul sauce. You just convert yeah. soul sauce into MP. Yeah, you just eat it. Huh. Um, but it. But I made it so you were generating enough to use the multi round stun every fight. And this is what I want to know. If nerfing noodles was such a big fucking deal, why aren't people always using multi-round stuns? That's what I want to know. I don't know. It's probably because one or the, one or more of those things is not true. 
is probably the explanation. Also, do you have any plans for the overall stat changes to be applied to non-class act 2? I feel that shredding stats from all non-combats, many of which are already bad, see bar non-combats where you can't drink, or even shore stats, which are okay but not great, is not needed, especially as scaling monsters beat Spooky Raven for leveling anyway without these changes. Well, wait a minute. No. I mean, there, <clears throat> there were a lot of choice adventures that just didn't have a bunch of stats. Yeah, aren't. but I mean, I think, I think what he is talking about is... This reads as somebody who is telling us not to limit the stat gains from non-combats, not somebody who understands that we already did to the extent that we're going to. No, oh, I don't know. Right? But, like, there was... The bar stat gains were never on the radar. And, like, to say that scaling monsters are better than Spooky Raven for leveling, g- good, because that's why we changed it to make it like that. Right? Yeah, so that was it, the point. It's, yeah, I mean, that... The thing is, I think that part of this that I was really scared of, which was the nerfing of the non-combats, is a thing that it turns out nobody really gives a shit about. Well, they, they especially don't give a shit about it in the context of getting four times as much stats from monsters. It's only twice as much. Is it? Yes, it is not four times as much. It is twice as much. Are you sure? Y- yes. Yes. Okay. Riff, is four twice as much as two or four times as much as two? Uh, it is twice as much as two. Okay, but now do it twice. It is also uh, the square of two? It is, it's twice as much as two. It's twice as much as two. <laughs> right. Yeah, see? It's so still, that's four times it's as all much. That, oh. That's just 100% con- that's confirmation. Now it's a data set. <laughs> Before it was anecdotes. Um, anyway, is the intention to remove power leveling altogether or to reduce the power of non-combats in terms of power level? Like, the, it, the intention is... Irre- like, the action was to make non-combats way worse than combats for power leveling like it's already done like that yeah that this is a weird question and it reinforces my belief that it wasn't a big deal to nerf all those things also please make monster level please make a monster level penalty be an auto hit for monsters i can run 150 monster level in hardcore and be at or even well over safe moxie as a moxie class which seems absurd i don't think you're playing class act two (laughs) the right well, we don't make it auto-hit because the the problem with that is that Moxie classes especially don't, well, the way that they're played now, don't have enough hit points to survive a single hit hmm. from the monsters that they're fighting against. So making, so adding auto-hit on to, on as a monster level penalty would just be like putting a, a fixed limit on the amount of monster level that you could run as a non-muscle class. What if it was only 25% auto-hit or That would be worse. Be super shitty because like that like all right, well, if I run this much monster level, then I'm going to roll a d4 at the beginning of every fight and if it comes up 1, I just lose. And that seems like the exact opposite of a fun thing. Which I mean, you can say like, but you signed up for this by running that much monster level, but like, nah, that's no. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I mean, the, the reason that I didn't do that is because I think it's a bad idea, and I don't see anything changing my mind about that. You know, I wish that there was no such thing as safe moxie. Really, there's not, because the monster can crit, but right. that's like, you know, One a 10. 9% chance or something. Storm Dragon says, hey, Jick, I'd like to know what is your opinion regarding items of the month that keep on being updated, like the Hat Rack and the Crown of Thrones. Well, they make it suck to add content, because there's a bunch of extra shit we have to do every time we add stuff. 
I overstate that. It's really not that big of a deal. We and just forget to do it a lot. We yeah, but it's one of those things where we we're like, all right, I'm done with this. Ah, fuck. Right. Mm-hmm. But then you just do it. It takes like five minutes. It's not. Coming up with chair hat behavior is a thing that nobody really knows whose job it is, and so that always gets put off until usually after content rolls out. But anyway, unlike most items of the month, their, their value keeps on increasing, and I imagine it's hard to design new equivalent or better items to replace them as it is done from time to time. Should items like these become available again through means other than the mall? Well, I mean, if an important Mr. Store items always get their mechanics reintroduced years later in Mr. Store, but... I mean, it's weird to think of that as an item that's only available in the mall. It's available in the mall and the past. <laughs> those, two, those are two places. Love the game. Keep up the great work. Storm. Um, yeah, that's, that's weird. Oh, Canifar40 says, Hey there, the Grim Tales are super neat. Any chance we can get info on who designed each of them? I'm having the most fun by far with the Cinderella puzzle, which is clearly Riff's work, but I can't say Woo-hoo. for sure on the others. Yeah, well, right, we thank you. you. Yeah, good. Good job. Good job making people excited about that weird puzzle. <laughs> Wax says, Almost forgot, but what happened to damage reduction going on low-level gear? Newbie friendliness is good. Well, we were... We were drunk. <laughs> <laughs> what I want... What I want is to... Nobody loves my shin gourds. That's, yeah, that's true. The shin gourds are the best. Uh, I want to replace damage reduction and damage absorption with something saner than those things but I don't think it is possible to do that without goofing up high level play um you can I just think we came up with a workable plan damage redorption yeah damage abduction yeah. <laughs> um what I want to do is rename them both armor right and then Low-level gear just has a flat amount of armor on it, and high-level gear or Mr. Store gear has a percentage amount of armor on it, right? So I think we could write a script. To just do it? To just do that to all of the gear, to just give it enchantments, although some of them are probably going to be full of enchantments, and so we'll need oh, right. power on it. Like, well, no, it wouldn't actually put an enchantment on it, right? It would just be a formula for converting a power to to whatever and not displaying the power anymore just displaying on those items like shields do shields are hard coded to just generate an amount of damage reduction based on their armor or based on their power um, okay. because I don't think it would be super confusing for this to say armor 4 and somebody's like alright well if I'm wearing this I will take 4 less damage so if something is hitting me for 6 and I put on 4 additional armor they're hitting me for 2 and that makes a ton of sense unless it's fucking elemental in which case like the armor and the resistance gets applied to it which then in that case I'd probably just make armor not apply to elemental damage anymore then who knows what that's gonna fuck up jeez elemental resistance is crazy too yep anyway none of this stuff bothers me enough to do all the work to fix it because it's gonna upset a bunch of people it's been 10 years and nobody has been so confused by damage reduction and damage absorption that they've like cut their own dick off or anything. But you Unless have. that's what yeah. happened to Porpentine. Maybe Porpentine played KOL <laughs> as a child, was so confused, was so confused by damage reduction versus damage absorption that dick severing has become just a, a perpetual obsession. Did you read Dick Severing's new book? I did. <laughs> um, Wasn't Dick was like, Severin one of like the writers to... for Mad Magazine? 
I don't know. Doc Severinsen was the leader of Johnny uh, Carson. Maybe band. that's what I'm thinking of. Johnny Johnny Carson's band of miscreants and highwaymen who <laughs> <laughs> patrolled the streets of Burbank, shaking down doe-eyed, hopeful actress wannabes for their booty and their booty. Oh, this is a pretty good setting. Like. <laughs> yep. Pre pre apocalyptic Hollywood. Pre apocalyptic. Yeah, yeah. everything is everything is fine and exactly as it was in the sixties. There are just also roving gangs of highwaymen. <laughs> like it's weird. Like where are the cops? <laughs> like oh they 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 get all this money from the actresses and waiters who want to be screenwriters and they just use that to pay off the cops. Mm. It's super corrupt. That is corrupt. Roads have gone to shit. But everybody still has to go there to go to their studios. It's ridiculous. This is good. This is good. This is a good novel. I like the idea of pre-apocalyptic worlds. <laughs> Hamfish says, I mean, damned fish says, Hey, just wanted to say that the new familiars of the year look pretty awesome so far. I know you guys were stressing out about it and didn't get them done as soon as you'd have liked, but the new content is rad, and I hope you feel proud of yourselves. Well done. We actually did a bunch of testing this time, too. Yeah, like, well, because... I, so I was gonna fucking rush every... I was gonna... I was shooting for getting everything out on Friday night, and then I got here, and it was like... Just because of circumstances, I was the only one doing anything on Fridays, mostly just art and stuff. And, like, at 3 p.m., I was like, you know what? Fuck this. This is basically done, but... Fuck this. I am tired and I don't want to stay here another six fucking hours so that Drawing I can be around for No, it was all drawn. Like it was all like oh. there's a there's a bunch of random shit left to do. Like you know, I would have I would have gotten the drawing done in time, but it was like I fuck this. I'm putting this off until Monday. It makes more sense to release it on a Monday anyway, because there's more people playing the game on a Monday than there are on a Friday night. And uh, yeah, so then we actually had a weekend to test it. Anyway. King Bobson says, the new yearly content is really excellent. I think you guys, uh, one of you guys said at some point that you didn't think this was as good as last year's, and I disagree. This is all really excellent content, especially the stepmom and witch zone. So I guess I want to tell you that you're doing a good job. Thanks. You know, I didn't, I may have said that I didn't think it was any good, but mostly what I meant was that I just wasn't excited about it at all. Like, I wasn't enjoying working on it. It was, it felt like a real slow. I wonder if it it wouldn't be worth just declaring that the year starts in like March or something so that we don't have so much pressure at the end of the year. Cause I feel like that was a yeah, big a, part of what made you feel gross about it was having yeah. to get it done. Item so of the item of the 2014 fiscal year. Yeah. There you go. I mean, we had, we had, you know, you always say you want it done by November 1st and then you're like, well, let's just finish Crimbo by December 1st and then we'll have December to work on the item of the year and then that didn't happen it was just a, you know it was just a series of cascading failures like when was our when was our little stroll through the park where we designed uh, where we designed Crimbo to not be fun <laughs> <laughs> I think that was in November okay so it's as my fault for not implementing it but like we did so much shit in November yeah yeah I mean that's, like, that's the thing like it, it is not like we took a break and we're like we're just going to yeah, rest on our laurels. hang out on a beach <clears throat> yeah. instead of making crimbo. Yeah. Also, did you realize that the wolf and the hair stories weren't grim ones when you were writing this? And if you didn't, would knowing that have changed you making those zones? Not one whit. Yeah. No. Like, I, it was just it's any possible that somebody tales. brought that up during that, but who cares? That's what I say. I say that all the time. Riff, don't I? I say that all the time, yeah, don't I? Yeah, man. As long as I've I known say, you. Who cares? The owl said... <laughs> Uh, hi guys, says Florin. So the items of the year took some extra time. What was the bottleneck? Was there some funky implementation? Did Riff fill all of his word buckets with yabba dabba doo? <laughs> did it? 
I am. Did you guys come now. up with an even? <laughs> did you guys come up with an even more awesome idea and work on that for a bit first? No, we just fucked around and didn't do it. Well, we didn't fuck around and not do it. We just worked real hard on other stuff and didn't do it. Yeah. Mine was the last to to get put in place. No. Uh, let's see. And it only really took like I spent a lot of time thinking about it, but then once I sat down to actually code it, it only took like three days to implement. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yours, like yours was done in the amount of time that it needed to be done in, right? Like you weren't you weren't stressing about it because you saw how far down the road we had to go for, like sometimes down the literal road down that deserted stretch of I nine eleven, right? Elfin says, when I get a new usable item after combat, I go to my inventory to try it out and see what it does. Half the time it's under the miscellaneous section of the consumables tab, and half the time it's under miscellaneous of the miscellaneous tab, which makes it hard <laughs> to find. I would argue that 90% of the time it is in the miscellaneous usable category of miscellaneous tab, and 10% of the time it's in miscellaneous usable, like, in consumables miscellaneous. The thing is, missed. people wanted... A fucking section for HP and MP restorers, even though those aren't systemically really a thing right. in the game. And so I'm like, fucking fine. And I added that section, even though it was going to create situations like this in the future where there is just shit that... We have gotten to a point where we are regularly making items and then being like, fuck, there are now two of these. Like, yep. I think we have hit... We had like three of them in a month or yeah. something, and that that was weird. It's just we're we're we have like made jokes about enough things now. We that hit we some have... weird saturation point. Yeah. Although this content familiar was like especially, it lent itself especially well to not having items that were like to items with a sort of a more universal theme, hmm. right? Because that like you made an item called straw, straw. which that's weird <laughs> that there wasn't one of those, right? I mean, it's also like I feel like if I had been doing the Rumble Siltskin thing, I would not have made those items. I thought about that for a long time right? yeah. because the rest of the stuff, I was just like, you know, I'm going to make it so the items that you get here are actual items. And it was only at the very end of the development of the candy stuff that I made it so there was an item that's kind of tied back into it with the pixie axie. Hmm. Um, yeah, I just wanted I wanted things that players had at their disposal to increase item drops to. Oh, to work on. Yeah, all that okay. Stuff. You did that thing that you like, where they have a bunch of drops at diminishing rates. Yeah, which I feel like is a much more interesting way to. There are three monsters that drop just one thing each and have really, really steep decline in in their returns. And then there's stuff that has two different drops that are at different rates. So like, like depending on like depending on the resources available to you, there are very clear choices about what you go for. Um, which I think is interesting. Uh, Wax says, Hi, I remembered a few things I heard on the radio a while ago that I thought were neat. One, non-combat's occurring after combats. I, you beat a guy and your reward for beating him is a non-combat where you can do some stuff. Yeah. Yep, I mean, that is definitely how any game like this that I make in the future a will work. A modern aesthetic. Um, and we do a little bit of that. There's a, the thing that I'm working on right now for one of the, like the next stage of the level 11 revamp which is more of a another section of level 11 just being replaced not replaced just a new road being built alongside it we definitely could do that really easily now yeah. just like yeah but i'm going to in the like in the 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 part of it at the the end part where you need the ticket um, that is just going to be a series of things that happen at the end of fights oh, cool. there's already some of that there's something like that works somewhere 
That was like my that was my proposal a long time ago for how like the neck and elbow and heart of the woods would work. I see. Right, so that it wasn't just like because it just we have so many on every we have so many hooks and triggers into things now that I can see so many different ways of doing yeah. stuff. And it's just like it's a way to it's a way to do that thing where like the quest progression is handled by a series of individual story beats that aren't just fucking non-combats that use the regular non-combat system so sometimes it happens right away and like the difference is the difference between somebody who's not boosting non-combat is that they fucking never see it they could go a thousand turns and not get it and that's well within the realm of possibility but somebody who is boosting non-combat like doesn't ever have to fight anything in the zone and just gets everything in five turns like that just sucks that is a shitty system and it is it especially shitty system to be like the primary way that the game proceeds. Yeah, like doles out narrative to you, and yeah, I guess if we did do something that was every it was just all combats and then stuff happens after them, we were sort of invalidating the plus non combat. I mean, as long as we don't do it everywhere, things. right? Like, I feel sure. like I feel like having certain places, like just like there are certain places where, like, I don't want to only be able to have a story arc in a zone that relies on plus non-combat as the primary way of speeding it up. I also want to be able to do that in a thing where there's, you, you know, you use plus item drops or a thing where like, you know, banishing dudes and olfacting dudes is the, the main tool that you're using. Right. Like, you know, I think it's fine, but yeah, no ag- agreed. Whack. That is cool Two combat items, not taking a turn. I, you attack or use a skill or whatever, and then you can use a combat item, which doesn't take a combat round, but then you have to do something else before you can use another item. So no chaining combat items for the entire fight. I still think that that wouldn't be broken. And as an experiment, I made it. So that's how disco bandits work now with that one skill. So we're going to see if any crazy broken shit happens as a result of that. And then if it doesn't, I mean, when it doesn't, I'm going to say, see hot stuff. You're a dummy. And I was right all along. So we're doing it. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll do it live. It's like a cross between uh, Zay Frank and... Uh, Memorex. No, fuck. But who's the fucking conservative talk show? Bill O'Reilly. Jesus Christ. What's oh, the matter with me? I don't know. I couldn't... I didn't know that that's... No, I know. That's what you were... Yeah. There's that YouTube video of him just freaking out because the, they can't get the teleprompter right for something he's about to have to say. He's like, fuck it. We're doing it live. And then he just makes something up and it's fine. Huh. Uh, three, skills page updated to look like the inventory page. Uh, yeah, no. Yep. Yeah, no, yep. Yeah, no, yep. Um, I, I think that that, though, that becomes a part of a much larger and much more intimidating set of things that we need to do, which is to a redo of the combat action bar followed by the addition of the non-combat action bar, which, you know what, you pricks, that's only going to work if you're using the iconic top menu. Oh, I have decided. Nice. <laughs> So like I'm like oh by the way you can go to the community link and uh, send us a podcast question like what's the community link oh right because you guys are all buttholes yeah but in order to in order to do any of this you have to have the quest tracker on I but by the end of this year there will no longer be an option to turn the quest tracker off like I'm like I'm sick of people like what I am sick of is people who are like I'm confused because there is nothing that ever right. mentions where this thing is I'm like yeah there is you it's turn the it quest off. tracker yeah. you just shut it off so yeah. F you B B stands for buddy <laughs> um, F you stands for feeling underappreciated <laughs> anyway sorry sorry, I'm, sorry I'm yelling at sorry I'm yelling at you players and calling you assholes and saying fuck you buddy but 
No, feeling yeah. underappreciated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought these ideas were all really cool, and I'm interested in seeing them at some point in the future. What other ideas have you had along these lines? Dude, entire other worlds, man. <laughs> like, one time I had an idea, like, what if, what if when we're awake is the only time we're actually asleep and our dreams are our real life, man? And you were a butterfly. Yeah, sometimes. Real life is just super weird, and, like, your grandma's house is there a lot. <laughs> I mean, that is true. In a, for a lot of people, real life is weird, and for almost everybody, your grandma's house is somewhere. Sure. Um, all right, cool. Who's your nemesis, says Wack. I don't have a nemesis. Hmm. None of us have nemeses. We're all such easy-go-lucky-in guys. There was a brief period of my life where I thought Armac was my nemesis. Oh, yeah? Huh. Yeah. Huh. Why is that? I don't know. Like, he just got under my skin. Remember that? I sort of flipped out in the forums. Yeah, you did. Oh, that was before you even worked for me, wasn't it? I don't remember. That was the only time you ever said anything mean to anyone. Then I was like, hey, I got an idea. Why don't I put you guys both in the channel where we have to be all the time? Yep. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> and then just give Armac the keys to the liquor store. <laughs> like... This will work out great. Uh, Chomper says, any idea when this year's con dates will be? No. We have got to fucking talk yeah. about it. We could maybe talk about this during dinner yeah. and just drink until some decisions make themselves. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. We need to get a science magician. I'm telling you. A science magician? Yes. This is Rachel's suggestion, and I think it is a fucking great suggestion. What we need to do is we need to start talking to science people we know magicians? that are high school teachers or okay. maybe junior high teachers, and say, do you have the phone numbers of, like, the goofy stoners that you would hire to do, like, weird, entertaining to nerds, but boring to cool kids, like, science demonstrations, like the ones they had when I was in junior high? And then we need to just get all of those people to do con, because I guarantee they don't charge much. Is Mr. Wizard <laughs> and still alive? I, I don't know. I, mean, I, I guess, doubt, I don't I guess Mr. Wizard in... is definitionally a science music magician, right? Yeah, the, yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. No, but I mean, you know, are you going like, that's uh, just what happens when you dip a hot dog in liquid nitrogen, you know? And then you that's feed it to somebody. science magic? You feed it to somebody you don't like. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's not really magic, right? It's just I mean, we a, could, that's the secret. The, science, the magic was of, in the science all the time. We could get a doer of liquid nitrogen and have people make, like, ice cream and stuff like that. And then no, would probably... no. I don't think that... Uh, I don't think that I'm going to sign off on let's get a doer of liquid nitrogen and hand it to a bunch of drunk people. <laughs> what? I like, I think that, l listen, think that's a bad idea. You know, you know how whenever somebody says you should have insurance for this, I'm right. always like, well, whatever. <laughs> you know, whenever somebody says, I don't know if that's safe. I say, eh, whatever that you have finally reached my <laughs> threshold <laughs> for like, that is such a bad idea okay. that no matter how funny it is, I'm not going to do it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. What about uh, a one um, a one farad capacitor? That'd be that'd be fun. Sure. Right? Yeah. Just just charge that in a car battery. Just like. Yep. Just guys, you figure something out. I'm sure you can do something cool with this. <laughs> How about electric pickles? Is that is would that be okay? Yeah. Yeah. No. Just uh, what we do is we take all the Zapcon uh, extension cords. Yeah. Cut up, cut them open. <laughs> just bare wires. Solder them to forks. Yep. <laughs> it's good. Yep. Um. We could actually we could have an electric pickle competition. 
You could, like, okay, you like, we get the whole, we get a whole, like, table full of them, and people, like, get them set up however they want, and then we, like, everybody has to back away, then we plug them all in, and whichever one is lit the longest. Oh, I thought you say, like, are we going to somehow measure, like, which one is the brightest or no, something? Just, or whichever, whichever one lasts the longest. Tastes the best? Um, <laughs> I don't think you want to eat an electric pickle after it's been electrified. It's, um, well, so... You know, that was what, like, at Woodstock, there was, like, a stand selling electric pickles, which were just, like, <laughs> cucumbers that had been brined in LSD. Oh. That was a lot of LSD. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Don't eat the brown pickles. Oh, wow. They're spoiled. <laughs> oh, it's, like, the acid's fine. It's just the pickles are really gross. <laughs> so you definitely don't want that to be how this journey starts. Wax says, can you bring back the Traveling Trader with an accordion thief song that increases the number of songs you can hold in your head by one? No other stats. Yeah, we were talking about, we were proposing the familiar that can equip other familiars, and that's all it does. Uh, Wax says, would you kindly re-implement the Obsidian Dagger Spectre in the Hidden City? See, you say this isn't a, a suitable medium for asking podcast questions, but once something is entirely dominated by whack, you know it's working. Uh, would you kindly re-implement the Obsidian Dagger Spectre in the Hidden City? I can't cite any specific example of somebody being tripped up by not having it. Yeah, see, that was a that was him <laughs> making fun of me for making fun of him last time when he was like, could you please remove Ms. Accessory from Mr. Store because it constantly tricks newbies. I'm like, no, it fucking doesn't, whack. <laughs> that has literally never happened even once. Shut up. Do Although the mini Mr. Accessory has tripped up at least one or two people in the mall. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, yeah. But, you know, that's what kind is, of, what, it's what just the, from? It's the familiar equipment for the... Oh, for the mini adventurer? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that was probably a bad idea. Eh. We should have, like, a mini hand turkey. Eh. Mini hand job. No. <clears throat> it would be small, though. It, yeah. So it's more like a finger... Fingers? <laughs> like a needle-nose pliers job. <laughs> oh, God. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Obsidian, de- yeah, I mean, I get, yeah. Is it just a thing that you can't get anymore? Right yeah, now? it is. It is just a thing that you can't get anymore. Because it that that was super weird. Man, the old Hidden City sucked. It was strange. It was, yeah, it was just, like, it was confusing even to me. Like, I don't know what, and it was, it wasn't like. I liked it, I like all the new content flavor that it has. Yeah, it wasn't like Riff's fault. Like, Riff designed it, but I don't think he was like, also, make this super fucking confusing. <laughs> Like, it wasn't one of the directives. And I, th- I think it was just, like, one of those things where it's, like, Rift designed it, I signed off on it, and then Xenophobe implemented it. So it was, like, wow, this this did not have any of singular. my oversight yeah. at all. Like, I exerted no editorial control. And so it was, like, that weird thing where, like, it was super exploitable for a long time, and it just, like, kept creating new bugs. Has something gone? No, I'm just, uh, like, I'm sorry, I made a, a concerned face at the computer. Looked at the computer not, and made a weird... That's not what I'm all about. Made a weird face. Uh, yeah, we got to figure out some way to get that specter back in there. Um, uh, how about ghost food? Would that draw him back in? Sure. Like, um, uh, I don't know. What does Slimer eat? Everything? Everything, yeah. yeah. Like hot dogs. Okay. We, so we put some hot dogs and some liquid nitrogen, put some pickles and some electricity, and it's like, here's a hot and cold buffet. Okay. Hot and cold running mm. ovoid-shaped food items do we need a a, what about a proton pack we could go out and collect him and then just let him loose and then let him loose in the in the hidden city hidden city yeah yeah 
Tiny Plastic Amanda says, Our clan has been having a debate about the usefulness of the mechanical songbird in Dreadsylvania, specifically whether it affects dread item drops, freddy drops, or only item drops from wandering monsters encountered in dread or acts like a pet rock. Any chance you could settle the debate? Dude, I don't know. I just did a bad job of making that. Wasn't thing. it supposed to be awesome? Yeah, it was supposed to just be a much better fairy inside Dreadsylvania, but the problem is, because all of the drops that Our people gear. care about in Dreadsylvania are gear, the Slimeling is actually so much better than right. even a way, way better fairy in Dreadsylvania. So, huh. yeah, I don't, I mean, it is it is possible, and this came up last The Slimeling is from too. the Slime Tube. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's kind of an interesting synergy. We can make the Dread Sylvanian Songbird really good at something in the slime tube. <laughs> there you go. Knock yourself out. Like, just pick a direction. Pick a direction and fuck everything. There's... There is still a Dread Sylvania 1.1 patch on the horizon. We got ideas. Oh, right. Shit, yeah. Yeah, I think... I think maybe the thing that we're adding to it should be really, really hard. Yeah, okay. I know. How do you even make something really, really... I mean really hard to execute. Not not oh. like the monster should be really hard to kill, but the monster should be really hard and require, like, hamster run levels of coordination to get. Because even though that is something that I thought people would feel that the omission of was friendly, I think people, people miss, miss it. it. Yeah. yeah. And so we should give them something hard. That's what she said. Thanks for all the fun over the years. Also, thanks for making the Astral Badger so cute. That little guy was the only thing that kept my account from getting deleted when I had to take a KOL hiatus back in the day. Yeah, really sorry we deleted accounts, man. Mushroom, mushroom. Elfin says, With the popularity of challenge pads, does anybody care about the 60-day rolling leaderboards anymore? Would removing those free you up to make more changes to the game? I only ask because you guys have often lamented that you can't make a tweak if it would add more turns to a run, but if you rolled those changes out at the same time as a new challenge, they'd all be fresh leaderboards anyway. We don't feel that way at all. Yeah, we don't feel that way because the the rolling nature of the leaderboards is what makes that okay anyway, and it's what has always made that okay. And that's why the leaderboards roll like that. It The fact that people pay more attention to KOL DB leaderboards than they do our leaderboards is a frustrating thing. But there's not... I mean, we are still going to act as though we are free to do whatever the fuck we want with these things within reason because we are. And that's how it is. I'm sure this will be seen as a naive opinion coming from somebody who has never seriously participated in the competitive speed game, but it seems odd to complain about the addition of a few turns when the run will fall off the board in a couple months anyway. Thanks. I mean, those boards are pretty weak now, I think. Like, there are not even enough... Like, with the more unpopular pads, like, say, Normal Oxy, which just no one ever does because it sucks to play, right? Because it's like, you get all these pulls, pulls. so you end up with a slow run with just a million things you have to do every day to get the most out of it, because, like, yeah, it's super goofy. Like... I could see just I, I I am not averse and I have been thinking recently about just retiring some of that hmm. stuff. Like maybe even the paths. The like like and boots. Yeah, yeah, like Boostafarian is like an old challenge path, right? Like it's a thing that's on there, but it's not given such it's a not, Yeah, location. it's like it doesn't have it doesn't have leaderboard primacy anymore. Because I don't think that would be a big deal at all. Like I think the challenge paths are where the Ascension game kinda lives now and in the past when I have said hey what if we replace the Ascension game with something else everybody's like no doom and gloom but then like when challenge paths roll down it's like hey here's 
here's what we would do if we were making one of these now. Isn't this better? And they play it and they're like, oh, yes. Yes, Jake, it is. Not everybody, but... <laughs> Wax says, at what point does a bug report list reach critical mass? About 2004? <laughs> what, what does that mean, I guess? Like, well, I mean, the so the, the, the list of bugs in KOL grows way faster than we could fix them. Like, if we dedicated all of our time to fixing all of the things that are, you know, really honestly and earnestly classifiable as bugs, instead of working on new content, we could make that number go down, but... We, no one wants that. We do fix bugs. I mean, like... No, we do. We do. We fix the important there ones. There are... But, but... Well, we fix... Yeah. Like, there are a lot of things that we're like, okay, yeah, I can see how that's probably not ideal, but it's just not worth our time to, to bother with it. Um, but we also... There are dozens or hundreds of bug reports that come in every couple of days, and they all get like dealt with in some way you know it's yeah. like it's like when you pray to when you pray to god he always answers your prayers even if sometimes he says no <laughs> sure or he just he silently says no so you don't hear anything well right yeah okay i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna read this fucking crazy long ass question this is a disadvantage of this format is that people can you know say dear jake hot stuff and riff the entire text of the atlas great gatsby shrugged. <laughs> <laughs> atlas the entire text of atlas shrugged uh Hey, Asymmetric Crew. Just wanted to say thanks for a cool Crimbo. We got a new campground mechanic to play with. I'm loving my induction oven. Some neat toys. I got to put together my first complete tiny plastic diecast series. Scaling monsters helped me power level through the basement for the first time, and I made a couple million meat in the mall. All in all, not too shabby. Well, good. It seems like literally everything that we did with Crimbo was appealing to your sensibilities as an individual player. And that's great. Also, I hope you guys remember that trick with the stat limiting because I thought that was a cool balance mechanic. Thanks to starting Crimbo and Aftercore and all the scaling warbears on the first level, I finished at level 45 and it was nice to know I could still get a challenge out of the event on level 2 and 3 warbears. Yeah, that, that is definitely a thing that I like having as a tool. I think a clan dungeon that worked that way would be way easier to design bosses for. Oh, that's true. Um, Although still access to tons of toys and stuff doesn't yeah doesn't make it tricky but yeah yeah anyway this is something i've been wondering for a while i love the monster manual but i was wondering if we could get an option to display check marks or pips or something like that in the manual stat block in addition it'd be neat if mousing over one showed you its factoid my reasoning one to be handy in general for checking the progress of factoid collection but in particular when dealing with limited availability monsters such as all the class revamp event monsters it'd be nice to know that you've got everything before they go away fax machines notwithstanding yeah oh, from within the from within the thing you mean Doing the factoids as mouse over text would probably look really gross because they are sometimes very long and you don't really get any control over line breaks or any formatting in alt text like that. I mean, you could... Oh, in alt text. Can you not put, like, paragraph breaks in alt text? I don't think it works. Or I don't think it always works. And, then, you know, some other, I'm going to paraphrase some of these other... But, like, since a good number of them are running gags, it'd be nice to have a place to immediately check what the other ones were. That is definitely fine. I mean, I imagined that the collection process would not be where you were reading most of these things. Right. But the readout the in the book is where... Because, yeah, I mean, it's... The book is where they are, right? Like, you just happen to see them as they whiz past into the book during fights... Eh, that is meaningless. Yeah, that is meaningless he, from a player experience perspective. He like, so, he like pops like, out and says something. Yep. No, I know. I kind of don't like the... I kind of wish that 
Manuel himself had a little less flavor because you end up seeing the same jokes over and over and over and over and over again. You know, it's it, almost as if you are in charge and could make that happen. Yeah, I could. I mean, I don't Another like... Another 50 messages like that. Could You could say, well, hey, somebody think, write another 50 messages. I think, say, 49 fewer would be better than another 50. Oh, really? Honest, honestly, yeah. You want to see the same message it gets every me- time? B- yes, because I always see that... I always... No. The, basically, I want... Like... I don't want that content to go away. I don't want those jokes to go away. But... Yeah, I don't know. It, like... The more detail goes into the things that Manuel says, the less attention is drawn to the point of Manuel, which is the new jokes on every monster. Sure. Right? I guess it depends on whether you want there to be some sort of continu- like sort of continuity between his utterances that players can train themselves to effectively inno- ignore. Right? Uh, Monsieur Incroyable. Oh, you must be Mexican. Yep. First off, wanted to say thanks for making this amazing game. Started playing around Crimbo 2007 and have stuck with it on and off ever since. First Mr. Story item I ever bought was the Mayfly bait, which, despite what anybody else thinks, <laughs> I like. Just so you know. Eh, I like it, too. Yeah. Um, we mostly just joke about that. It's anyway, a question. Have you ever thought uses. about a way to implement double element enemies in the game? Mechanically, it would be something different, not though not exactly necessary. I've always loved the double element stuff in Ferns Wadi's Tower and wondered if there'd be a way to work it into the regular game. Thanks again. You guys are great. Monsieur incroyable. I mean, we can make monsters whose attacks are multiple elements. Right. The actual alignment of the monster, that would get weird. What would... Yeah. Like, like what would it mean? You'd be... you'd Like... You'd end up with things where you were simultaneously vulnerable and immune double, to things. Double element. What does it even mean? What does it mean? It's so beautiful. <laughs> what does it mean? Guys, I've had a really good time recording this episode of the KOL podcast with you. I don't even remember what podcast we're recording. I'm going into my ending bit for video games, Hot Dog. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> this is what we get for being out of practice. Yeah. Maybe I've, maybe I've become infected by the host, by Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> It's gotten into your cells with Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> yep. Uh, riff, work the Hobbit into that. <laughs> I dare you. Uh, you uh, got your Arkenstones stolen? <clears throat> that is some bullshit from the movie. <laughs> no, that happens in the Yeah, movie. I think it was stolen by Jar Jar. <laughs> what is wrong with you, Riff? He steals it in the book. That's the point of the book. Well, not the point. Is that Jar Jar steals the Arkenstone? <laughs> yes. I don't think it is. <laughs> and wasn't it a set of cultists that were stealing them so that the villages would have bad crops? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. That's a strong, strong finish. Yes. yes. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. Good night.